Welcome back to the Two by Two podcast. We didn't do a good job last time of introducing ourselves. We just kind of assumed people that were that were watching it probably um, went to went to church with us. Probably, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. we thought. So, um, my dad called us out. So I am Danny Delf, the I'm younger Harold, yeah. Harold Best, <laughs> Doctor Best. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're gonna start off um, this podcast is the. Like I said, this is a two-by-two podcast. It's something new that we're trying. Hey, we're from Burlington Baptist. We are from Burlington Baptist (laughs) Church. I'm glad you remember this. (laughs) (laughs) Just get your dad now. Make sure he knows. (laughs) So um, uh, you want to start us off again with a word of prayer? Yeah, Lord, bless this time. Lord, may it be profitable. Lord, uh, in particular, we pray that uh, marriages might be strengthened and encouraged. Lord, we know you gave us this institution called marriage and... uh, Danny and I are fans. Thank you for it. Thank you for instructions for us. Thank you for our wives. We're both blessed. And uh, bless this time, Lord. May we, we again, be able to strengthen others in their marriage. And pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, I had a question. And it was, it's actually a good question. So, as as a pastor... Is it difficult sometimes to preach about marriage? I mean, yes, yes, I can answer that one without even thinking. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, Jenny didn't get the best husband, and uh, I, th- I, I get convicted about that. Yeah, I want to be a good husband, uh, especially when I preach on marriage and uh, realize that uh, I got lots of a long ways to go. And uh, <clears throat> so, yes, it, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, over the years when I've done, uh, and I would say this, so when I've done marriage counseling sometimes, <clears throat> it reminds me of some things. And so I think it makes me a better husband because I, when I go home, I think, well, I just told that guy this, and so I need to practice that too. And so that's helpful. And then there's been times where I've gone home and thinking, Jenny, I love you. And, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I got you and, and not that one. <laughs> So, you know, and I, I, I do a, quite a few marriages. Yes. And I think it's kind of interesting to go back. Um, Ephesians, I spend a lot of time in there because mm-hmm. not necessarily love or marriage, but it talks a ton about love, right? Yeah. And uh, going through those verses and, you know, two shall be as one and, and two is stronger. And, and it's just like, man, that's good stuff. Yeah. You, you know. And we have roles and responsibilities and we we go through that in premarital counseling. Right. And I even talked about it in our, our married couples last night, uh, some of the responsibilities that we have as Men and women. And so, yeah, God's given us lots of instructions, and uh, so that's awesome. You know, that's something, it's something interesting is, is you think about marriage and how much material in there mm-hmm. is, is about marriage. And I mean, even, you know, um, not necessarily this is, you know, Matthew's really, really specific about sure. this is what you're, you know, this is, this is the man's job and no divorces because of this. And, but throughout the Bible, the relationships between husband and wife or, I mean, you know, for starting from the father of it all, you know, Abraham and, and Sarah. Sure. You know, and then of course Jesus says, you know, he gave us marriage and, uh, this mystery is profound, but, uh, Paul says, I'm talking about Christ in the church. Right. And so right. our marriages are to point people to the gospel. And, uh, and so man, that raises the stakes even more. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, and we, like I said, we talked before we got in here, not very long. I, I like to give you short notice because I like to see what you say. But um, in Genesis, in chapter three, and, and you're going to go to chapter two, I think, two or in two twenty four or something like that. But yeah. um, talk a little bit about, you know, when God is is giving husband and wife what's going on. He just had this perfect place, this perfect union that's now 
kind, yeah, of, kind so, of blown up, right? Well, well, to start with, everything in creation is good, except one thing. Right. It's not good for man to be alone. Right. And, uh, and so God fixed that problem for us and given us a woman. And so I, I think marriage starts with understanding that, that our wives are a good gift from a good father to us to be enjoyed within the bonds of marriage and all the wonderful things that uh, we're able to have in marriage, uh, companionship. She, she's our helpmate. She compliments us. Of course, we have children with our spouse and all those things. And so uh, God really went above and beyond in solving that that problem and bringing someone like us and uh and brought them together. Uh, again, Genesis 2.24, you leave your father and mother, you cleave together. Uh, that, that language is like being glued together. And uh, you become one flesh. And I, I, that is probably if there's one thing I didn't talk enough about Sunday was this one flesh relationship is the closest we have, humanly speaking. And uh, probably the one area where most couples uh, struggle, especially when you take kids you got the kids and you got the activities and you got the jobs and you got all that in that oneness. We, we sometimes, uh, that oneness suffers a little bit. And, uh, you know, I can even speak from personal experience on that one that you got to kind of work on that oneness. Right. So, you know, and, and God gives you the, the blueprint for marriage throughout the, you know, throughout the Bible, different spots of the Bible. Um, I guess talk a little bit about, um, I, I guess, the church and, and Christ's bride. And that's the example that, that God gave, you know, that Paul talks about for marriage. And, yeah. and, and I think that's where a lot of people get hung up about um, wives, you know, submit to your husband. Yeah. Right, that word. So, so we got the men responsibilities. Of course, Christ gave his life for the church and he invites men to love their wives as he loved the church, which is the, he puts the bar so high. We, we shoot towards that. He gave himself sacrificially. And so we're to love our wives like that. Uh, and of course, Ephesians five talks about with a sanctifying love and a sacrificial love, and we we could talk about all those things. Uh, and so that call for wives to submit to their husbands is is pictured in our call to submit to Christ. Right. And uh, we don't have any problem submitting to Christ because He laid down His life for us. And uh, the same way, wives often don't they don't have a problem submitting to their husbands if they have a husband who loves them enough to lay down their lives, right. seek first their good. And uh, Christ certainly did that. He put our good above his own, gave his life for us. And as we do that, then our wives uh, come and follow us. And so uh, kind of the, the responsibilities of the husband, leadership, uh, as Christ is head of the church. Uh, I think that's verse 23. Uh, as Christ is head of the church, we're, we're to lead our wives, our families. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of passivity in, in men today. That's... Uh, Something we need to talk more about is about the male uh, leadership in the family. We to love our wives as Christ loved the church, and then uh, you know I had, I didn't talk much about learning. I'm talking about from First Peter three seven where Peter says, "Live with your wife in an understanding way." We're to we're to study our wives. We're to get to know our wives. We're to get to know what blesses them and what hurts them, and uh, pursue the things that are for their good, for their blessings, and. Uh, and, and there's some more things there in Ephesians 5 about how Christ loves this church to make her holy. Verse 26, cleansing her by the washing with the water. We we want to keep unholiness from our wives uh, so that he can present her one day a radiant bride. And so we, we kind of have that same desire. And then uh, one other verse in there is uh, 
in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, so maybe yeah. more. Yeah, and we, we, you know, we want to take care of our bodies, and yet sure. we're the same way. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, I went on a Emmaus walk, and you're not allowed to talk about Emmaus. It's like Fight Club until you get to, <laughs> until you get to go. But, um, you know, it, it talked about men being, you know, one of the things they focused on was the men being the spiritual uh, leader of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, a, when a mom takes the kids to church, the chances of landing that husband in church, are, you know, reduce drastically that if a man comes, it's almost sure. like 80-some percent that the yeah. wife is going to come, you know, to church. And, and I think that, I mean, that speaks volumes, yeah. you know, about. Yeah. Well, I, I tell couples that, you know, God made us that way. And uh, wives want their husbands to lead. I asked them that last night. And, you know, husbands will say, well, you know, I can't make her. Well, no. Women want you to lead. And uh, you you can't keep excusing yourselves by saying, you know, I don't want to be preachy. No, lead. (laughs) And, uh, you know, this generation, the younger generation, man, the men are pretty passive. And uh, I tell people in in, uh, marriage counseling and in premarital counseling, I don't know how many times I've asked questions for the couple, sometimes to the man, and the the lady answers the question. I'm like, no, he he's got to answer that. <laughs> you, you man, you got to lead. I'm not. I mean, there's mutual submission there in verse 21. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Yes, we submit right. to each other, and we don't domineer right. over that or anything. But we lead uh, at, because God tells us to do that. Right. So. Right. So um, that's good stuff. I mean, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, talk about um, just without uh, offending our female audience, the, the woman's responsibility to the man. I mean, you know, that seems to be the big hang up is, you know, yeah. you, you say, well, I want my husband to lead until, yeah. you, you know, something that I want. But well, I mean, just it, a couple of things. Of course, obviously it tells us there in verse 22, wife, submit to your own husbands. Now, in the Greek, that this uh, verse 22 borrows that verb from verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So most of the time, there's mutual submission. Right, right. You know, it's not like, well, uh, you know, here's my trump card. I get a, no, there's mutual submission most of the time. But the male is to, to lead and the wives are submit to that leadership, to come under that leadership, just as we come under Christ's leadership. Uh, I mean, God's a God of order. Right. And so we, we submit to our employer, we submit to our government, we sum, we, we're always submitting in, in relationships. And, and so God in his order and in us, that, that was his design. And then the other thing is down in verse 33, and the wife uh, respect her husband. And so, well, however, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. And men, men need the respect of their wives. Right. Right. Uh, it's so important. I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you, you know, if I preach a sermon and 99 people went out and said, well, that was good. And my wife goes out and says, what was that? <laughs> I, I don't hear those other 99. I'm thinking, oh, that was bad. I, so, we, you know, we need the respect of our wives. And we don't always deserve it. Right, right. Uh, but we need it. So, you know, um, you, you talk about um, – respect to the wives and things like that. I think it's something that you do and that you've done since you've gotten here is that you've been in marriage group here at church, not as a facilitator, but as, as you and Jenny as, as participants. So um, talk to me a little bit about that and how do you, I mean, how you like it and how, and not, how do you like the group, you know, but uh, yeah, 
I like it. I, I, you know, I don't, you know, I kind of like going on mission trips and pack the wood, you know, just, but in marriage, Jenny likes for me to just be with her sometimes. So, you, you know, we used to be in a life group and uh, I led it for a while and she's like, why don't you just be in one? And so it's, it's good for us just to be in there and listen to other couples, be encouraged by them. And uh, uh, I realize I, I need to do more listening than talking sometimes. And so uh, that's good to see couples interact. It was like I said that. To myself, just now. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. Well, the same and way. There, there's some guys, that, you know, they, they're knocking it out of the park, loving their wives, uh, their families, and uh, I, I, I want to see that and uh, learn from them and and uh, be encouraged by them. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm really thankful for our, our marriage couples on Sunday night. I think we had about 30, 30 some last night. Yeah, I saw on Facebook you put, put the, the, yeah, the Zoom meeting up there. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun, yeah. So um, another question how hard is it, whether the it's a couple you're counseling who's getting married or a couple that comes to you after 20 years to convince that couple that they both got to really work? Well, uh, yeah. So we talk <laughs> about in, I've had the f- opportunity to do some premarital counseling for some really solid couples and, uh, man, it's excited for them. They're excited to go through that counseling right. and uh, do all their homework and answer their questions. Just got done with one. They got married Saturday. And uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's come back to that. We got a, we got a caller. All right. We got a caller. Let's see if we can get her. Hello. Okay. Call, hello caller. Are you there? I'm here. How you, are you? Good. You sound good looking. <laughs> well, it's because you married. Oh, that's right. Far that's up. right. So, Hey honey. <laughs> you have caller ID. Yeah, I do have caller ID. What, um, do you have a question for the pastor? I do. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Hello, Tina. How are you doing today? I'm good. Do you- um, so in your sermon, you had mentioned um, with marriage and communication. Um, I'm not quite sure how to fully word my question, but how much is communication mentioned in the Bible between a husband and wife? Mm, well, you know, uh, so we have all kinds of uh, instructions on communicating loving one another. Uh, Ephesians 4 gives us uh, a lot of instructions about uh, just do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty big right there is uh, guarding our tongues. Uh, but what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Uh, and then it talks about let no bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, uh, let that come out of your mouth. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Uh, it talks about being forgiving to one another. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. And so uh, often in marriage counseling, premarital counseling, we just we talk about some things in communications as in regards to uh, be proactive, uh, deal with the issue. Uh, you know, a lot of times couples in conflict, uh, they kind of want to shoot at each other a little bit. <laughs> And uh, I just try to tell them, you, you know, you've got to be on the same team, identify the problem, and quit, you know, quit uh, focusing on each other's faults, but but try to come together. But communication is a big a big issue in that. Sometimes uh, somebody says some things that is not uh, wholesome and uh, tears down. Uh, sometimes uh, someone gets their feelings hurt and uh, they won't deal with the, their bitterness. They won't forgive. And so Ephesians 4 is a, is a great place. Of course, we got 1 Corinthians 13. It talks about love and love keeps no record of wrong and, and all those dimensions of love, how we 
you know, we don't put wrongs. After we forgive, we don't keep those wrongs in our back pocket and, and pull them out later. Uh, and so I think we have a, a lot of instructions that we can look at, whether it's bitterness or unforgiveness or, uh, you know, and sometimes there's hurts or like adultery. Uh, and, and then you have to kind of walk through, uh, walk through how to forgive someone and those kind of things. Uh, but, uh, you know, just Ephesians 4.26, in your anger, do not let the sun go down. Uh, in, in other words, that, that doesn't mean you had to stay up all night, but that, that means you had to quickly, <laughs> quickly deal with it. And if you don't, then yeah. bitterness grows, and uh, your your phone is having a fit over there. Yeah, right? I got. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 the the principle there is you you got to come together and you got to talk about these things, and hopefully on the same team trying to uh, to work those out. Yeah, absolutely. We got awesome. we're, we're, yeah. yeah, we're making a big announcement here on the, on the podcast that we've got a wedding to go to May the fifteenth in Nashville. That Gabby's getting married, oh, so neat. yeah, it's pretty exciting, cool. and uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty quick, which is good. But that's how she does things generally. Yeah. So well, congratulations, uh, we're really, really excited. Yeah. So. so my son was supposed to get married Saturday. Kyle was, and so he got married last month because of COVID nineteen. But uh, uh, that was fun. And uh, just just a you know a couple pieces of uh, of advice that, that I gave him is obviously put God first. I mean I think that's so important. Um, love and respect. We talked about that. You you love her like crazy, and she'll respect you. Kind of those rows. Sure. Uh, have serious fun. You, you know I think, uh, <laughs> and I've forgotten about fun sometimes. And so uh, Kyle and Sierra they. They've had a lot of fun in their dating, and trying to say, "Hey, continue to be intentional about having fun." And uh, that's that's one of the things with the marriage group is yep. is kind of being challenged by that. And then just remember your promise you you promise for better for worse, richer and poor, sickness and health, to love, honor, and cherish. You promised, and so uh, remember your promise. Right. Well, thanks for the thanks for the question, caller. Well, you're welcome. All right. Thank you for Thank your you. answer. All right. Well, I love you. Tina, do you, I love you. do you need to report anything on Danny or anything? Anything we need to work on here? I may be uh, messaging you later. <laughs> okay, she's just going to do that because I caught the I caught the fish today. She didn't catch any fish. Oh, yeah. so, I know. All right, well, love you, you honey. Are, you all are having some you. serious Bye. fun today, so that's awesome. Um, I guess just to wrap, we'll wrap this thing up and um, just give us some um, just some words of encouragement, especially now. Since, you know, a lot of couples are spending a lot of time around Yeah, each well, other. there's some opportunities that, you know, a lot of us have never had to be, you know, Jenny and I, we're kind of up here together. And uh, uh, we can be busy through this or, or we can invest in that. And uh, it's a good time to invest in married, do some things together, uh, you, you know. And so uh, that that Zoom meeting with the married couples is a, just a, kind of a, a charge for us each week to, to kind of hang out with some other couples and do some fun stuff. You're fishing together. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, and so... Uh, She's I, a really good fisherman, by, a fisher person, by yeah. the way. She, I don't want to... I did catch one today, and she didn't, but she normally whoops me. Well, <laughs> From the back of the boat, even. She normally, what about your advice? You, you have some you want to give? Um, I just think, you know, uh, well, I, only advice that I can give is things that I've done wrong that I've learned from. Yeah, I think is good. the best thing, and, and um, just figure out what what your what your uh, what your wife or husband likes, mm-hmm. and um, and like it with them. Yeah, you know, do it with well, them. Get together to, and you, seek you know. to bless your wife is such yeah. a you know you talked about work it 
you know, it's not 50-50, it's 100-100. And, uh, you, you know, don't ever say, well, she didn't do this, and so I'm not doing this. Just bless your wife. Yeah. And uh, don't keep don't keep track. Just, just bless her just because Christ gave his life for us and we didn't deserve it. And so don't don't give it just when it's deserved. Uh, our, you know, we don't deserve respect sometimes. It, do, it doesn't matter. Christ loved us when we were undeserving. And so we're to love that way yep. as well. I agree. I agree. That's good stuff. Yeah. Any uh, Anything coming on? What are you preaching about this week? Uh, this week, hope for the fearful. Oh, that's a big one. Hope for the fearful. I'm going to talk about Peter. You know, uh, they're in the <laughs> water and Jesus walking on the water. And, uh, you know, Peter's like, Lord, if you want me to come, I'll. And he gets out. And, of course, he he uh, begins to sink. But I just want to talk about fear and, and looking to Christ mm-hmm. and um his faithfulness in that a lot of people got some fears right now and uh there's so many things we can look at in the scriptures but we'll, we'll, we'll look at that you could do about a 10-part series on peter alone really yeah you know yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what um what about stuff coming up here at church well so we're doing this 40 days of prayer and uh, we're in the first week of that and we got several people participating in that and it's been good. Uh, Jim Williams is doing that with the Northern Kentucky Baptist Association. Yep. And uh, watching some of that. Blessed watching him. But, uh, you know, we're just praying for uh, awakening and revival in our land. We, we don't want to go back to normal and just, we, we want God to use this time, Romans 8, 28, for good. Amen. And uh, and so we want to be praying for that. And when we get back together, we want to uh, we want to see God move and accomplish things. And uh, so we've got that. Uh, Mother's Day, we'll have a drive-in service. I'm going to talk about hope for the family that day, I think. I'm so excited for that. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We had good weather for Easter when we did it, so we're going to pray for some good weather for that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, other than that, I don't think, you know, besides all the Zoom meetings, and I want to encourage you guys out there, if you don't have a life group, you were invited to ours, reach out to me or reach out to Harold. I did want to say, you you have evidently either people are scared to ask questions because I haven't had many. Or you've just been knocking it out of the park. <laughs> I'd say it's uh, option A. Okay. <laughs> well, um, that'll be all for now, I guess. Yep. Um, this is fun. I'm having fun doing this, and um, I like getting to get behind the scenes yeah, of the of fun. the stuff. Pretty good. Yeah. And um, I'll pray us out if you want. You do. I want. Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity. To just come and just discuss uh, about what you have meant for marriage for us, for it to be for us, and. And how we can use it to honor you. You know, I remember uh, in the sermon, I was just thinking about Harold saying he wanted his marriage to honor you. And I think that's just an awesome idea. Just any time that, uh, any time that uh, things seem out of whack, that we just grab onto that, to that thought that we just want you to, anything that we do to honor you, not just our marriage, but, but, but us. Lord, help, help this virus go away. And like Harold said, just to make it an awakening in our country and, and, and we can remove some of that uh, um, kind of cloud before where we want to go out and just continue to talk to people about Jesus Christ. And uh, that's the number one thing. We just want to see people be saved um, and just come to know you. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. I got our theme music going out. Let's do it. That's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad.